Welcome back, Mihenda. Season 7 is here, and I cannot be more over the moon. <laughs> we have some amazing guests. We've always had amazing guests, but today is not the exception. Today, we're going to be meeting Vanessa de la Garza up and close and really get to the nitty-gritty with her. She runs um, and created AmorcitaClothing.com, and this was inspired by her beautiful daughter, Amor to create a trending clothing brand that celebrates the special needs community and their amazing advocates. She likes to say it's advocating with spice, and I completely agree, because she does put some of the Latino culture behind her brand. Um, she's based out of Temecula, California. Every time you purchase something, it also helps other moms and parents in the special needs community. So I am in love with their system, with their clothing, with everything. Vanessa shares, you know, the very first time she found out that Amor had Down syndrome. She shares the struggles that she faces um, day to day. She shares a little bit more about herself. So if you want the inside scoop and get to know them a little bit better, I say you just stay tuned in. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Hi, Vanessa. How are you? Hi, Myra. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to have you, girl. You are such an inspiration. So I don't know how I was blessed to get you on my For You page on Instagram because I'm rarely on Instagram, girl. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Um, the listeners oh know this. I'm not really active on Instagram. Um but I am so glad that that day I clicked on my For You page and I saw one of your shirts. And, oh, my gosh. And so I was awesome. like, who is this? Like, I need more. Like, let's go in. <laughs> and I went in and I just fell in love with your brand, Aww. your little girl. She's so beautiful. You have a beautiful you, family. And... I just, I wanted to know your story. Like, I know you have a little bio on your website, but, and before yeah. we even get started, girl, um, mm -hmm. can you please share with the listeners where they can find you at? Yeah, so um, obviously our, we're primarily like doing everything on Instagram. Um, we do have our website link in our Instagram bio. So our Instagram is at Amrita Official, and then our website is Amrita Clothing. Dot com and um, yeah, so you can find us on there. We have a TikTok account too, which is also at Amarita Official. Um, so yeah, if you're big on social media, yes. you can definitely find us. And um, our link is in the bio, also if you want to check out our website, which is currently getting a facelift. <laughs> so oh, I'm super nice. excited for it to be launched. Yes, girl, nice. <laughs> yes, you know what? Because you're growing, girl. I, I, I don't, yes. you guys are doing something right. And I'm <laughs> super proud. You know, I, I just got to know you. It's not like I've known you forever, but I'm super proud. Yeah. As a mom, I'm proud. Um, as a Latina, I'm proud. Uh, it's just, yeah. <clears throat> you you guys are amazing. Um, and all that <laughs> information, you. their social media, their, their uh, website, everything will be linked on the description box, you guys. Trust me when I say please please go follow them they are amazing so um now uh, one question before we get started vanessa on tiktok yeah. i haven't found you i didn't know you guys were on tiktok so i'm gonna go there because i'm more active there i'm a tiktok girl now oh you are yeah <laughs> i like literally just 
I'm like, I'm more Instagram. Like that's primarily where I'm at. But I'm like, you know, trying to dabble more in the TikTok world. Mm. And um, I've had a couple of videos kind of go viral. So yes. that kind of sparked my like intriguing more, you know. Do we um, get to so see Amorcita to more there? Yes. I post <sighs> a lot more from like when she was born and like the emotional side of just like our journey and things like that. Um, it's hard, you know, it's a fine line of like, business 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 and like here's my real ass life like i'm a mom here's my baby girl you know like it's like trying to show both sides of you know being a mom entrepreneur i guess you would say yes but you know what that's at least i'll speak for myself and i think my listeners will will definitely um agree with me when i say we love that we love the Mm -hmm. authenticity and the realness because it's like oh as a mom, I can relate. Yes. Yeah. And oh, my God, like, this is the inspiration. Amorcita, and she's so cute. So it's like, oh, it's like, you. oh, my God. And you want to see more, you know, like, I would love to get to know her more, too. And see, you yeah. know, this little angel that brought so much joy into your life. But, know, um, girl. girl, let's get started because I have yeah. so many questions. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, um. How long have you been married? Um, so I have been married for, let me count. This will be my sixth year. Oh, this, wow. our October will be our sixth year anniversary, but it will be 13 years um, since my husband and, husband and I have been together. Oh. Uh, we actually were next door neighbors. He moved in next door to me when I was 15, and he's my first boyfriend. No <laughs> way. Oh, that is so sweet. That is so sweet. Oh, my God. Um, So, oh, I love that even more now. (laughs) Um, Now, obviously, you know, you guys can see Amorcita is your only child. No, so she's our firstborn, and we also have our son, Elias, um, or Elias, okay. he was born, um, he's two and a half, he's almost two and a half. Oh my goodness, he's yes. in that stage, that cutie patootie stage. Yes. Girl, Girl. enjoy him, <laughs> enjoy him. Oh, he's a helpful. <laughs> you know what, though, I miss those days, as crazy as it sounds, Vanessa, I miss those days because my son, um, you know, between two and four were my favorite stage. And now my son in June, he turns 14. Oh, my gosh. It's like it goes by. It must go by like so fast. I even now I'm just like, I don't even understand like how y'all are like um, more going to be five and like turning three. I'm like, what? I believe and y'all are already getting bigger. I'm trying to really enjoy. Girl, when when they hit that, when they hit that teenage age, it, it, it trust me, you're like, wait, did I even blink? Like, it feels like a dream. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, what is even happening? (laughs) Yes. Like, my son comes out and he's like, Mom, I need shaving cream. I'm like, for what? And, you know, he does. Yeah, Yeah. he has like a little mustache growing and, you know, he gets a little beard hair. I'm like, oh, my God, where's my baby? You don't smell like baby Johnson no more. (laughs) I know. I know. And everyone tells me that, like, you know, moms that are older than me or they have kids that are older. Like, they're like, girl, I know it's I know it's ghetto right now and it's stressful, but like enjoy it because it's just going to get more ghetto and more stressful as they get older. Like, just enjoy it when they're little you know and it's hard it's like sometimes like oh my gosh like 
oh, of their course. life as an eternal. Yes. <laughs> and the day is over and like, damn, I love my baby so much. And like, I have to enjoy this moment because they're only going to be babies for such a short time oh, you know God. i'm so, telling you it goes by so quick but of course there's those days and i think as moms we have so much doubt in ourselves because you know they don't come with instructions they don't come with no <laughs> and so you know it's 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 hard i i carry mommy guilt since i gave birth you know? know, um, so yeah. so seeing how other moms do it, like I wish TikTok was around in two thousand and eight when I gave birth. Right. Um, I know, like I need the girl. Yes, <laughs> all, the, all the mom hacks too. I learned so much from TikTok every day. Yes. I'm like, dude, I literally would have never have even guessed. Like, what? No. Like, how do you even? Like, I didn't learn nothing in school. Like, this is literally like teaching me so much more. <laughs> and like, mom hacks. I'm like, ooh, this is amazing. <laughs> right? Ay, ay, ay. So, obviously, you know, you guys, you and your husband had been together for a while before you yeah. had Amorcita. Uh, or Amorcito. Yes. I, uh, no, Amorcita. Um, Amorcita. 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 Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Well, her, yeah, we call her, we call her our Amorcita, but her name is actually Amor. But Aww. you know, Almercita is like you know our little love, our little yes. Like we actually call her, and then that's kind of how like the business came about, naming after her, naming the business after her. How did you even choose that name, girl? Amor, that is so beautiful, and I never even thought of that. I know, honestly, like I ever since I was a little girl, like I always knew that I wanted to be a mom, and I literally like Aww. dreamed like I'm gonna have like this little. I know I'm gonna have a girl. And, like, I was like, she's going to be, like, the most beautiful little girl. And, like, I just want her to be, like, so unique. And I was, and I, in my mind, girl, like, I don't know, obviously, like, girl, she's going to be unique. <laughs> she's going to be unique. Trust me, God has different plans on definition of unique. But, yeah. like, I was, like, as unique as in, like, I want to give her, like, a really dope, unique name, name. Yes. and i was like trying like on google like i would literally look at names like literally as a teenager like oh i like this and like this and like having names saved up for years for like the day that i would become a mom Aww. um and then it took me i actually struggled with fertility issues so that expectation and that excitement was just like almost painful for me because i, I didn't come like right away like i really had to work really hard to get pregnant and like seek medical help and everything so when it finally happened and I was pregnant with her I was like so excited about choosing names and um my mom like I literally have to bounce everything off my mom because mm -hmm. like I just think that she's like the most amazing person in the world so I yes, literally have to girl. check with her on everything <laughs> yes. and I was like what do you think of this name what do you think of this name and she was like no like that's a weird name or don't do this don't do that and then I remember seeing like the name Amor and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I love that name. But I was like, I'm not even going to ask my mom because I feel like she's going to say, like, that's dumb, you know, because she's already like, no, no, no. to so all the names that I was considering doing. And then, girl, like, literally, I went to work. I came back on my lunch. And then she texted me, like, what do you think of the name Amor? So to this day, homegirl tries to claim that she named my daughter. But I was like, nah, -uh. I actually like that name and was already going to choose it. But I was scared to tell her. But once like, my, I saw that my mom had, like, you know, said, like, what do you think of Amor? I was like, that's it. That is the name. Like, that is going to be her name. Aww. And so I'll get into it later of, like, I struggled after finding out about her diagnosis. 
like I I feel so bad to even like you know as I'm as I've healed I think back like I literally was like I want to change her name because she was not the Amorcita that I envisioned you know like I felt like almost like she's not worthy of this name and I don't feel that way now but back then as a terrified uneducated scared young mom I was like this isn't who Amor is like Amor was going to be this perfect beautiful vision that I imagined my whole life but I was so wrong because it's literally like the perfect name for her there's no other name that could represent who she is as a person you know And and what she does as a person and the fat girl that I I, I kind of want to go right now, if it's okay with you, go a little yeah. bit deeper into it, because yeah. I feel you are so right. Like, we have our definition of things, right? Sometimes we yeah. pray for certain things, and we expect them a certain way, and God is like, mm-mm. Let me show you the mm-hmm. way. I have something better <laughs> for you. you. <laughs> I have something so much better in store for you. You don't even know. Your mind can't even comprehend exactly. this blessing. Exactly. So how old were you when you had her? So I was, I think I was, I think I was 23. And then I turned oh, 24. So I know. I turned 24. I think like she was two weeks old and I had my 24th birthday and I actually got confirmation of her diagnosis the day after my 24th birthday. Um, cause we had to wait about two weeks to get like the official confirmation, like yeah, from the yeah. genetic test. Um, so yeah, I think I, I, I know it's like not that long ago, but like my brain is fried. <laughs> like yeah, my yeah, mom yeah. brain is like, I don't even know Girl, the data together. Yeah. But I think I was 24. You ha- you yeah, do a lot. You do a lot. So we can't blame yeah. you for that. You do a lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So you were 24. Oh, my God. That is. I mean, right. they say we like don't even baby. get like our frontal <laughs> lobe, like fully developed till we're 25, you know? I know. Um, I so, young. so obviously you found out while you were pregnant that she was going to yeah. come with with Down syndrome. Actually, I did not know. That's another thing that's so crazy is I like, girl, she slipped slipped under the radar for everything. Like nobody (laughs) knew that she had Down syndrome. Like she was like, I'm going to come in with a bang, mama. Like, don't just wait, girl. Like she was like, surprise, surprise. What's up? Like she was like, girl, I was like, how did this even happen? Like, how would you, how would people like, how do you not know like in 20 i think the time it was like 2015 and i was yeah. like uh this happens i think it was 2014 and no 2015 yeah i was so confused i'm like how did this get missed and i will say had i known during my pregnancy like i wouldn't have chose to terminate my pregnancy to me it didn't matter um i just wish i knew because it would have been maybe like i would have been more prepared for her and you know, not have so much grief um, in the first year of her life and mm. and struggling, you know, because when you're a new mom, like yes. there's already so much going on yes, hormonally, mm-hmm. emotionally, your life is changing and adjusting. And then to throw something like that on it's top a major of it, like, curveball. I, I, oh, yeah, girl, I was like, I don't know, like how I'm going to make it. Like, I don't know mentally how am I going to make it? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. struggling with postpartum and then also trying to, like, see the blessing in something that I had no understanding, no education on. And honestly, I probably had a lot of judgment and bias, and bias towards it um, just 
growing up and not having any type of um, education or even like a relationship with somebody with Down syndrome or with social needs. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up in school, I didn't, I never had, there was never inclusive uh, classrooms where we had the opportunity to hang out with people that were different from us, that had different mental um, impairments or disabilities, things like that. And so I feel that had I had I have been able to have those opportunities of having those relationships with people as a child and realizing what this is really like and not what society believes it is or not what Google says it is, mm-hmm. but having a true relationship, it probably would have prepared me to be less afraid of her because I was afraid of her. I was yeah. like, wait, where's I was like, what do hey, I do? Where's my where's the baby? Like I kept waiting, like, where's the baby? that I envisioned you know so in a way a lot of social needs moms who especially moms with children with down syndrome they feel a grief of almost like a death because the the life or not even really the life because it's not like your life is dead as in like you know it's not what the the idea of what your life your journey would be the idea of this person that you yourself have you know put on yourself and an envision of what they're going to be like it it goes away because that's not your that's not going to be your journey anymore you know Mm -hmm. and it's not that it's bad it's just that it's unexpected and it's hard when you really want something in life And, and, and with anything you want something so bad you're praying for it it's on its way and when it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen how you want it to it's hard and it's okay to feel those emotions and then at the same time you feel bad to feel those emotions because you know mentally like this is my child and I'm feeling Mm -hmm. negative emotions towards them and they're just this little baby but I'm afraid of this person and I don't know if I want to do this but then you're like but I could never not do this because I would never not love my child and this is such a it's a very complex emotion and it's a very sensitive and crucial point for moms um, especially when they're having that at birth diagnosis. It's just like, boom, you're in it. And it's like, you can't back out kind of thing. And I know yeah. some moms do choose that and they do choose adoption and that, that is their decision. Um, but that's why like my heart is so passionate, like especially for the, for the new moms who are struggling. Cause I can, I can only resonate with that because that is something that I to this day will never not be emotional talking about or like no matter how healed I am I'm always going to go back to that point and remember those feelings you know yes and 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 that's the reason why I thought it was so important to have this conversation because I know there's other special need moms um out there sharing their journey with their amazing little angels because honestly I feel like babies that have some type of impediment or, or disability they're angels mm-hmm. on earth to me. Mm-hmm. That's how I see yeah. them. It's like, yeah, because it takes a very special woman to get a special needs baby. Um, yeah. Not any woman can do it, girl. I know, yeah. you know, we can sit here and, and judge the moms that are not in those shoes 24 mm-hmm. seven, but you don't know what you're going to go through or how you're going to feel or how you're going to react until you're in those shoes. truthfully um and and it's unfair for us to put such a stigma you know um if something so stupid bothers me girl one thing that i just hate 
I, I remember mm-hmm. a friend of mine was having her baby. And I mean, we're already, like you said, you're dealing with so much. You know, most of us are young when we have our kids. And mm-hmm. this friend of mine, she had to have an emergency C-section because she yeah. had other health problems going on. And mm-hmm. she was so depressed because, you know, as a very Mexican old school styled family that she was raised in, they believe that moms that have C-sections are not the same as moms that have a natural. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, I know if anything, you, you are more of a mother because girl, they just cut you like, what is it? Seven seven layers. layers? (laughs) Yeah. Seven layers of tissue, muscle, all of that. I, I had two sections and i'm like trust me it is not the easy way out because that oh, ticket's no. on the back end like it is girl. months of recovery like it is i ain't never been the same girl i've never been the same oh, like, it is I, and i believe you i believe you it's like it, yeah. so to me something like that so small is so stupid um yeah you know and i know that we have way more moms showing you know children that are a hundred percent healthy have no issues no hiccups and you know they're talking about chaos and all this stuff and it's kind of like i see both sides you know because as i as i had mentioned to you i'm an aunt i'm a cousin to somebody with special needs um well my oldest cousin has down syndrome and then my i have a little girl cousin and she's 18 now and she Mm -hmm. has some type of autism too but my aunt is very mm-hmm. ashamed to go and take her and get diagnosed. And they've tried to tell her, but she's like in denial. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't think I can judge that either, you know, because like I said, it's very yeah. easy for me to sit here and be like, oh, you know, you should do this. You should do that. But then again, that's not my child. I'm not in that position. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very glad that you're here and, and being vulnerable and opening up because not a lot of people do that. So yeah. hopefully this helps out somebody out there that might be facing yeah. the same thing. How yeah. did you find out that Amor had Down syndrome, girl? So um, I think that like, first, I, I literally like the moment that I saw her, you know, I was I was on the table they had just taken her out um and I, I mentioned before I had a c-section so yeah I wasn't really feeling that good like I started getting a really bad headache and feeling like a little bit weird you know like dizzy yeah um and then they strap you down like your arms are like strapped down to the side of you so I couldn't really hold her but they're like oh okay let's go meet your mama and like like oh my god like here it is here's the moment that I have been waiting for like that literally, you see in the movies yeah like <laughs> And all through my pregnancy, like, I'm, I watched, like, you know, home birth video, like, all like with the all pretty, like, videography with the music. And the mom's, like, just sobbing and, like, weeping because they're just so, like, in love and, like, a euphoric moment with their mm-hmm. baby. You know, so I'm, like, so much expectation for this moment. And they put her on my chest and I'm looking at her. And the first thing I thought, like, literally, girl, right away, why did she look like she has Down syndrome? And I And then I was, like, wait, hold up, Vanessa, like why did you just say that? Like, this is your, this is the moment, girl. Like, this is the moment. And that is what you think. And so I was really like, wait, why is this happening? And I kind of was spiraling in my head. And then I'm like, oh shit, like my husband's taking pictures. And like, I don't want to look like I'm like tripping out right now, you know, but I literally, it was like, nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And that's so hard because like I waited for that moment my entire life and it was like I felt nothing. I was actually afraid of her and I was so confused why I thought that she had Down syndrome. I'm like, where did that come from? I literally have never even met somebody with Down syndrome before. Why did I just think that right now? So then I was mad at myself that this beautiful, amazing moment was now tainted because my brain just for some reason just boop why does she look like she has down syndrome you know mm-hmm. and then i'm like overanalyzing her face and mind you i was like laying down on my back and she was like kind of just like folded over on my chest like kind of awkwardly so then i was like okay me being the overthinker that i am and the control freak that i am i was like you know what it's probably because i'm on they're getting me medication right now it's because i'm laying down weird maybe she's just swollen because you know they had to pull her out like trying to process like all the things that could you know be equal to why you know she looked like she had down syndrome to me and then I was just like waiting for someone to say something right like waiting for my husband to say something waiting for the doctors and girl nothing nothing at all nobody was saying shit so I was like you know what I was like I'm clearly tripping right now like I don't know why I just thought that I'm just gonna erase it from my brain and carry on with this moment you know and so time went on I, we got, we went into, usually when they have a C-section, you'll have like a two hour recovery window where they move you just outside the OR and then just checking your vitals and making sure you're you, okay. So you're okay before they get a room ready for you to go to your postpartum room. And so during that time I was there, I just kept saying to my husband, like, does she look okay? Cause I couldn't bring myself to ask him that question, especially if like there was a chance that she didn't have Down syndrome. I didn't want to feel bad and be like, why would you say that? Like, that's kind of yeah. messed up, you know, because at the time I thought that, you know, somebody with Down syndrome would be equal to, you know, you think that they're not beautiful or that they're not um, perfect. And I didn't want to say that at the time because I didn't know how amazing and beautiful and perfect people are with Down syndrome today. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, I was, like, afraid to say that and then be wrong. And then it's like now I've just, like, talked badly about my daughter or insulted her in a way, you know. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, want to, I didn't want to ask him those words. Like, I didn't want to say those actual words. But I kept saying, like, does she look okay? Does she look okay? And, like, asking the nurses, like, does she look okay? Like, you know, do you think that she's, like, fine? Because... I was a first time mom that I've obviously held um, babies before, just like in my life and through my family and stuff. And when I tell you that she felt like literally a limp noodle girl, <laughs> I thought she was going to kept falling. Like, I felt like she kept like, I could barely hold her. Like, I was like, is it me? But like, she literally was so floppy. And now I know that it's because of having low muscle tone. Low muscle tone is a huge uh, thing that people with Down syndrome have. And so she was very relaxed. They literally tell to this day, like, she was very like a little limp noodle. Like, she was just flopping around. Like, she wasn't like a solid, like, oh, I'm holding a baby. Like, it was hard to keep her, like, you know, her head up and her body. Like, she was very floppy. So that was the first thing I was like, is it really, like, this hard to hold a baby all of a sudden? I was, like, tripping out about it. Um, so, yeah, basically... You know, um, she barely cried, too. So I thought that was super weird. And she just, again, like, I kept seeing Down syndrome. Like, she would make a a certain face. Like, she would yawn or, like, squint her eyes. And I would be like, oh, I see it right now. 
why am I seeing that? You know? Yeah. But then when she wouldn't make those facial features, like, and I was like, actually, no, I don't feel like she looks like she has Down syndrome anymore. Girl, I did that for hours. After she was Girl, born. but and okay. Then, no, but hold on, hold on, hold on, Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot even feel guilty, girl. Not only were you just giving birth, they yeah. went seven layers in deep. You're on medication. Your body is experiencing all these things. Yeah. And then, like you said, you look at your baby and you're like, wait, this is not how the movie goes. Yeah. I can. Exactly. I cannot even imagine, like, and, and I kind of just want to share this as a mom, you know, because yeah. even though I don't have, I'm not blessed with a special needs child, um, yeah. but there's so much going through our body, like, our body is amazing, because yeah. when I, I delivered my son, girl, I was bawling like a baby, Bawling, bawling, but I wasn't crying <laughs> of happiness. Yeah, I turned around and I and, and, and right now that you're saying that, like it brought me back and kind of makes me yeah. choke up a little because you do feel that mom guilt. I'm telling you, it's like yeah. as soon as you're pregnant, you have mom guilt. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like an automatic thing that comes with children. Um, but yeah. I turned around and I looked at my husband and I said, "Our lives." are going to be so different now. It's going to suck. <laughs> oh my God. And then they give me my son and I expect it, you know, you see the babies and you expect like a, mm -hmm. like a fat little baby bald, like, Oh, so cute. And yeah. I had like this little monkey. He was hairy. Yeah. He was brown. <laughs> he, yeah. His hair was like a whole little fro. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, well, yeah. I it was like, yeah, you know, not all newborns are cute, but thankfully, you know, he he's adorable now. But uh, <laughs> but at that moment, I didn't feel like what you were saying. I didn't feel that, and I'm not a special needs mom. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that to to for the moms out there. It's not always magical, and sometimes I even feel like these mom bloggers and stuff—they lie. They're lying. Yeah. Like, there's not that. Then you think something. Then you think something's wrong with you. Like, why yes. am I not feeling what they're saying that I will feel? Exactly. Like, that as a as a mom, like you will feel this way. But like, I didn't feel like that, and I was like, "What the hell is wrong with me? Yes. Like, why am I not feeling like this? You know? Yes. And it's I think that's a hard emotion. And I think that's why it's even more powerful for you and your husband to be having this brand and the advocacy that you guys do, because we need more people like you guys to be a hundred percent open, not just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm more being cute and sweet. And, you know, I'm sure she's super smart, but also sharing those raw moments and being honest and having those honest conversations like, look, it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns at the beginning. And it's still not because I'm sure you yeah. still have some challenges that you go through as a mom mm -hmm. because yeah. all moms go through it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. added a little bit more, I'm guessing, in your sense, um, because you had to learn, I'm sure, like, you know, because she expresses herself differently. 
mm-hmm. you know, and she and there's a language barrier. Yeah, there's, yes. a, there's a, a language barrier. I mean, like it's it's amazing how much can still be communicated without words and without mm-hmm. truly knowing, you know. But like she has her own. Like, you know, my husband speaks Spanish. I I speak a little, but I I don't I don't like to speak it because I get intimidated, honestly, from him. Can you make it fun of me? Uh, no. <laughs> um, and, then, and then we're trying to learn sign language, you know. So it's like we're trying to like be learning like three languages in the home to to try and communicate with her. And I I can't imagine how frustrating it must be for her to feel things and think things yes. so deeply. Yeah. And to lack the ability to physically, like, you know, the muscle in the tongue. Like, we don't even realize how much muscles that we use. Our tongue is literally a muscle. Mm-hmm. And how hard it is to articulate words when you have hypotonia and you can't, your muscles don't work as, as strongly, you know, like they're, so I can't imagine how frustrating that must be. So when she's frustrated, I can't be frustrated with her that she's frustrated that I'm not understanding her. I got to get yeah. down to her level and, and ask her and point and try to teach her the sign language, you know, but like, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it is hard. It yeah. is hard. And like, I want people to know that it's okay to say it's hard. I, I always say there is beauty and the unexpected and life is a beautiful struggle because it's, you're not going to appreciate the highs and the beautiful parts if you can't, you know, be humbled by the parts that are not good, that are not, you know, like all, like you said, rainbows and butterflies, like you've got to take the good with the bad or take the happy times with the sad times. And I think Mm -hmm. that that is that whole metaphor of like, you know, like life in general, like there's good days and there's bad days and you just, on the bad days, you got to remember the good days. And on the good days, you have to know that when it's bad, that you remember when it was good. So that's, I think, a metaphor of just motherhood too. And that's, it's just, there's, it's just, when you have children, like you automatically sign up for freaking heartbreak. Like, yes, it's going to be hard. Girl. Sign up for the mom's girl, you know? That's why I say, you know, when I, and, and another reason why I love your brand, you know, the, the, the shirts that you have, you know, with the, I even like your fonts, girl. Like, I just who designs the who designs your shirts? You and your husband, or is it just your husband, just you? Um, excuse me. So, I have always had like the artistic side of me, and I am the person who I like. I do it all, but like I obviously bounce it off of him. Like, hey, what do you think of this? Or how does this look to you? Or like, does this make sense to you? Like, <laughs> what, like if you read it, would you get it? Like. Because he's very, like, my husband is very, like, to the point, boom, like, this is that, whatever. And I'm very, like, no, no, no. Like, I, like, too much detail, girl. Like, get a cracking. What is the point of this conversation, you know? And he's very, like, opposite of me. So um, I I do do everything myself. I, I you know, try to self-teach and learn how to do everything. But every once in a while when it's, like, oh, no, I want, like, a really – like, I want this to be, like, a specific way, but I lack the ability to do it. Like, I have an amazing graphic designer that I work with on Instagram, and um, I'll, like, send her, like, hey, this is what I'm going for, and what I'll send her, think? like, info. 
Yeah, like I sent her like info pics, like this is the vibe, the color, the font, the the little stars and the rosas and everything. Like I turned to her like I want this, this, and this, and I was like, now put it all together in a pretty ass package and send me that invoice, girl. Like so every once in a while, like she'll do that for me. I'm actually um, collaborating with her right now on a new design that I really want to launch, but again, like I want it to be a little bit more intricate and artistically like the you know the actual like illustration and stuff not just like fonts but yeah. ba- the basic fonts okay. with the old english or you know the script things like that like i do it myself i've naturally always just been drawn to, to that to that aspect. and i feel like i didn't i didn't see that at all when i was like you know what i'm ready to like own this special needs mother journey and i'm ready to like I want to wear advocation clothes, but I was like, what's out there is not, it's not it for me. Like, that's not, that's not my vibe. Like, it was just very, like, you know, like, Etsy, like, curly cute, like, cursive. Like, it was just, I'm sorry. Like, to me, it was just, like, kind of basic. Like, I want yes. something with a little spice. Like, I want to, well, dare I say it has a little bit hood. Girl, like, the fact that you say advocating with spice, literally, you, you are the definition of spice, girl, because... <laughs> these shirts are super cute you guys need to go check out the website um yes. the the luchona por vida madres yes. are magic nothing down but Madre this mama Luchona. yes yeah. <laughs> um like the shirt that says don't judge disability by its visibility girl because mm-hmm. i have multiple sclerosis and i have chronic mm-hmm. pancreatitis since i was yeah. a little girl so mm. i struggled with invisible disability so when i saw that shirt i was like oh i need that one yes. and i'm just and like going through them <laughs> yeah it's, it's and it can go both ways like don't judge someone that you look at who is clearly having a disability yeah, you know that looks course. different or you know is clearly having a visual disability but also don't judge somebody just because you don't you don't see what they're what they're going through you know so it's like yes. a, i like that because it's a double-sided yes don't judge just in general like don't judge a book by its cover just don't judge somebody you know like yes. whether you see it or you don't don't judge them so my husband actually came up with that one. I was like, "Ooh, go, baby!" He was like, "Oh yeah, let me think of this one." I was like, "Okay, I got you, boo. I got your back. Let me let me put it together." <laughs> it was like proud wifey moment at that time. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, he has some good ideas for sure. He has some great ideas, and he's he has like that." Um, my husband actually was the one, like when we were teenagers, he was the one that like wanted to have a clothing brand. Like he said, "I want to have." a business and I want to have like a clothing brand and he's out, he's, he like did graphic design for a little bit wow. and all of that, you know? Um, and he actually was going to try and um, start his own clothing brand, but the, the name that he had always wanted to call it, like we couldn't file the trademark for it because there was another person who already owned that name. Oh, so no. I had told him about my idea for Amarcita and so now that's kind of like how this whole thing has come to fruition because, you know, his dream and then my, you know, passion for, you know, wanting to like, as we, as we discussed earlier, you know, expressing my pride of my, of my culture or our culture. And then also like my journey as a social needs mom and for him as a dad, it all, it's how it all kind of came to be, but he's got some good ideas, girl. Like he, he knows what's up. So we collaborate for sure. <laughs> oh man. I love that. Now, I kind of want to tap into that too, girl, because I feel, I feel like I want people to see the whole perspective, right? And really get to know you and see how 
Amor was such a blessing for you guys. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I want to get towards the end of when you finally realize, like, I got this, you know. But yeah. before we get there, um, you had mentioned to me off air that, you know, growing up, you didn't feel like you fit in. And, yeah. And so- feeling like, you know, you couldn't really connect to others. I'm like... Mm-hmm girl you're gorgeous you're smart like how (laughs) what who who made you feel that way like who do I need to beat up (laughs) oh my gosh well okay so I I know we talked off air a little bit before um so I don't I haven't I didn't know if I mentioned so far on here but obviously I um you saw me on video like I'm white passing I'm I'm biracial so you know I'm half Mexican I'm half white um but my whole life growing up all I've known is a Mexican household all I've known is my Mexican culture and Mm -hmm. my Mexican family my dad is really the only person that I know from his side of the family I didn't really have a super close relationship with his parents you know my dad passed away when I was young um, and I don't, I literally don't know anybody, but like my dad's mom now and my dad's brother. And I'm, we don't really have like a super, super close relationship. I never, like they weren't my everyday life, you know? Yeah. So all I can identify would be like my mom's side, which is a full, his like Mexican, you know, household family, like a big Mexican family. Like that's all I know. But growing up, it was hard for me because I, as I told you before, like, I kind of felt like the black sheep of the family, even though, like, I'm probably the white sheep of the family. I'm the only person (laughs) that came out with blonde hair naturally, you know, bluish green eyes, you know, light skin, everything. And then to be surrounded by people that I'm literally, like, they're prima and, like, they look Mexican and I don't. And I, like, literally struggle with it so much. I felt like such the oddball out and then but for you, you to know. feel that way do you did it did you feel that way because they did something to make you feel that way or did anybody ever mention anything or was it just the maybe not having the connection with that side of the family um there was an instance that happened to me I feel like I was maybe like seven or eight years old and my grandpa um he passed away a, a long time a long time ago but his his name was Leo Leopold Garcia and so we would always have like this Garcia family reunion and we would have it my family's all from Orange County so we would have it at like, like this big park and you know he would have family come from you know Ensenada like they would all travel out and you know it was like people that I've never met before you know like you know mm. people that I've never met before everything and so I remember that day and I was just like, girl, oh, it like breaks my heart. I'm like, I'm almost 30 years old and this just still got me fucked up. Like, <laughs> what this person said to me. But um, I remember I was at this park with all my family and I'm like looking around at like all these people that I'm related to, right? And I'm just like, damn, like I'm so fucking proud. Like, this is amazing. Like, all these people came from Mexico and like I'm related to them. Like, I'm so proud to be part of this family. And I was having fun with like, you know, all my cousins, everything, we were, like, playing volleyball or something like that, and this kid, this other kid, I'm picking, he's one of my cousins, I don't know who the hell he is to this day, like, he was somebody I'm clearly related to, <laughs> he goes, in the middle of, literally, stop playing with everybody, in the middle of everybody, goes, why are you here, like, you're white, like, you're not Mexican, like, why are you here, 
girl. I told him I was like, no, I'm I am Mexican. I was like, I'm I'm mixed. Like my mom, like you know, Leo is my like my, my abuelo. Like you know, telling him, and he was like, you're not fucking Mexican, blah blah blah. And I was like, don't oh. tell me that. Like I'm literally like literally, girl. I fucking like ran off like crying. Oh. I hid behind a tree, and I like literally was bawling my eyes out. And then my Theo found me, and he was like, oh Vanessa, like don't listen to them, like. That doesn't matter. Like, who cares what that punk ass kid said? Like, yes. you know who you are. It doesn't matter. Like, you're part of this family. Like, don't worry about it. But to this day, girl, like, that shit cut me so deep because it was always an insecurity of mine growing up, like, feeling like I don't look what Mexican. I feel on the yeah. inside and what I know in my heart. Like, that is how I identify. That is the cultural that I, the culture that I feel like the most passionate and connected to because I don't have anybody that I know that I have a really good relationship on, on the white side of my family. So all I can yeah. really be passionate about and identify with is my Hispanic side. And I remember mm-hmm. as a little girl, like going to my grandma's house, like all the time. And I remember when I first watched the Selena movie yes, and, you know, falling in love with Selena and her style and her music. And I remember like as a little kid having this conversation with my mom and my, and my grandma. And I was like, wait, so I'm like, I'm Mexican. Like Selena's Mexican. And they were like, yeah, girl, I can't even tell you. Like I literally was like <laughs> running around my grandma's house, like so freaking like, Oh my God. Like, I think that was my first moment, like realizing that I'm like her. Like Aww. I'm like Selena. I can, like I was so proud, and so I've always carried that with me my entire life. But I, I always struggled with that up until I became, honestly, I think until I became a mom, and I just felt like my identity really started to, like, grow and blossom. I struggled with that, like even in school, girl. Like in school, mm-hmm. I only hung out with people that were you know mexican or whatever and like and like most of my my friends my homegirls were like girl like yes like it's okay like we love we love a like whatever you know i was like that's fine like we come all shape sizes and colors yes we do but Mm -hmm. everyone oh there's some freaking uneducated ass person who tries to be like oh like why are you trying to be something that you're not and i was like baby you can't try to be nothing like i am what i am like Mm -hmm. i don't care if i look how you think I should look you know exactly but even growing growing up and I and I got bullied a lot about that too that like Uh oh you're the only in the group or whatever and I was like who fucking cares like why are you so pressed over that so girl you were raised in the wrong county let me just tell you that (laughs) you were raised in the wrong county girl because over here in San Diego like let me tell you so I used to work (laughs) I used to work at this place and there was a lady that was from Guanajuato. My family's from Guanajuato, both sides of the family. Right. And she did not speak Spanish. Like she, she's a Mexican born lady, right? Uh Doesn't speak Spanish. She's not in the Spanish culture at all or anything. And then we had another coworker, same department. They worked together that was a hundred percent white spoke a hundred percent spanish I know. and she was like a whole chola and everything like growing up yes. and we love her like yeah. oh my god and i have cousins that girl have you know colored i have a cousin that has green eyes blonde hair naturally like and he's el güero, like 
Yeah. We embrace him. So you were just yeah. raised in the wrong county, girl. Like I know, right? I'm, I'm like, so sorry. But yeah, I mean, again, though, like, as I've gotten older, like, I embrace that. Okay, maybe I don't look like the typical Latina, but, like, I'm going to still be mm-hmm. who I am. And I'm still going to love, you know, the culture that I identify with. And But the thing is, like, obviously being biracial, like, I, I'm still going to, I love both sides of me. I just don't really know, really, like, my wife's side at all. Like, I literally don't know anybody but my dad and his mom and then his brother. And I don't see them, like... I know them because I know of them kind of, you know, like I don't have like true relationship with them. So yeah. it's hard. And like, it's, it's I'm not since we're on the topic. I recently you know, obviously being very present on social media and like constantly showing up and putting out like content, things like that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, use hashtags that are within my niche and like special needs moms, things like that. But I also try to put like, you know, Latino in business, things like that. And mm-hmm. recently I have had this, freaking troll girl like literally every post they post like this crazy ass like long ass paragraph being like oh you know you're like culturally appropriating blah 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 and what they're trying to say but but uh, girl at first like the little girl in me was like oh my gosh they're trying to call me out and say like oh if i'm biracial like i can't claim to be mexican or something weird like that like i can't say i'm latin if i'm mexican like what yeah. you know what i mean so their, their whole thing was saying that like only people from italy are true latins or latinas and i was like oh, okay God. this person is literally this person is insane so i literally have to block them but like you know it's hard when you put yourself out there like oh, there's yes. always gonna be people that don't like you that are going to hate on you but mm-hmm. like to be successful and to grow like you have to just not care what people have what they think you know like the haters and that yes. is so hard for me girl i'm telling something a hundred percent every time i post anything whether it's on embracing my markings pages or on my personal pages um Oh, girl, like I want to I want to be like, you know, social media queen and like get paid, you know, by TikTok. But then it's so hard to put myself out there. It's so, so hard. It's not always positive. And you're you're opening yourself up for the opinions of Of people who are just miserable and just want to hurt people or that just don't agree with you or don't like you for some reason. And I've just learned that, like, it's okay to block people. Like, yes, it's totally fine. I do that too. I'm like, I'm like, I just don't have to deal with this negative ass energy. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, you're blocked. Yes. Like, don't get access to this amazingness anymore. Bye. Like, yes. So, and you know what? Um, been- I think that's one of the reasons too why I love TikTok because I realized that you can block certain words. So mm-hmm. I have I have certain words that trigger me. And trigger my mm-hmm. mental health and my depression. So yeah. I literally have them block. And sometimes I'll see like mm-hmm. so-and-so left a message or commented, whatever. And then I try to go look for the comment and it's erased. So yeah. TikTok erases them for you. Before, oh. like Girl, as soon I, I as... I need to do that on TikTok. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, trust me. Like if you have any terms that you're not okay with or that trigger you you can write them out and whenever somebody includes them in the comment it tiktok will delete it for you yeah i need to like you have to show me how to do it after yes. because i like i mean that like you know because sometimes people don't understand like down syndrome and things like that um, oh there's and- so much ignorance girl 
so you know, much like leave like really like mess up comments. And my husband was telling me that he saw like this viral video on TikTok, and it was like this mom posting her journey, like being like a you know like having a child with Down syndrome. And he was like, it was such a beautiful video. He's like, I honestly got so emotional like watching this video like at two a.m. in bed, like literally yeah. crying over this freaking beautiful video, like all the music, everything. He was like. Dude, like when I started to go through the comments, he was like, I was seeing like the most fucked up shit in the comments. And he was like, and my heart, like, he's like, I don't really struggle. He never really struggled with that, you know? Like, he doesn't really see that kind of stuff because he's not like on social media like that. And personally, like, I think it's just a different journey for him as a dad than how it's oh, been yeah. for me, you know? Yes. It's a yes. lot more personal for me because, like, she came from my body and I almost felt like. I was like responsible for a long time, you know, so yeah. it's a little bit of a different journey, I think, for him as her dad. But when he saw that, he was like, dude, like this shit crushed me because like people don't even know, no, like how amazing this is. And, and like, and you know what I think? You know what I think it is, girl, when, when people put ignorance comments like that, it's people that's hurting or it's people that are just ignorant, you know? Yeah. Because, I I'm 36 girl and I be on TikTok (laughs) like I'm 15 but I will never yes I will never leave a negative comment I anybody please look up my social media you will never find Mm -hmm. if I don't like a video because you know of course you just keep it moving and I put no in, not interested so then it doesn't pop up again I'm not about to go on a stranger's and and like it's the stupidest thing ever I just Mm -hmm. I don't get it I, I seriously don't get it so somebody I'm like you have to be immature ignorant or young or all yeah. three or like or all three or yeah. yeah yes um, I know because no like and why oh I just I don't know I why think- those people even feel the need to leave those kind of comments so no yes girl I'll teach you how to block out those comments because <laughs> what you guys are sharing and doing on social media is so important and you are Latina I mean, I, I I bet you you're probably more Latina than than your white side. No. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and it breaks my heart because too, like I have cousins that married um, American spouses, and mm-hmm. I, I mean they're American too, but you know what I mean, like yeah. completely white. Yeah, completely white. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and um, one of my closest cousins, she married a white guy, and her kids. She looks like the nanny. She's always looked like the nanny of the kids. (laughs) (laughs) I always tell her, you know, because she's morena, and you know, like black hair, and her kids are like white as day, and you know, colored eyes, and. Yeah. And so I'm like, you look like the babysitter, you know, and I tease her or whatever, but it's all in good fun. Yeah. And yeah. I would hate for my nieces and nephews to feel like they're not Mexican enough or they're mm-hmm. not Latinos or that they cannot like, hell no. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I always tell them you guys are more Mexican than than white. I don't care what your daddy says. <laughs> so and i know it's a common thing because like i've like looked into it i know it's a common thing for for people who are biracial in general like you know whether they're like half black half white half asian half white like 
it's kind of hard to like feel like you fit into like any category like you're not white enough but you're not that you're not mexican enough or you're not asian enough girl, or you're not black enough you know what I mean? so it's just kind of like girl, even you if you're not biracial like, even if you're not biracial, you you oh, have yeah, those I feelings, know. you know. I'm first generation here. I was born here. I'm a U.S. citizen. But yeah. I don't feel like a U.S. citizen. But then when I go to yeah. Mexico, they don't, they say I'm not Mexican because I wasn't born there. Even my husband tells me, he's like, oh, I married a gringa. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Like, no. Yeah. I know how to make chiles rellenos, frijoles. You know, like, stop <laughs> No, um, you know, so it, it it's yeah. I think it, it's more common than what we speak of. Yeah. And I'm like, this just comes back to it. It very much relates to don't judge people. How about how they look? These mm-hmm. freaking nice people and just like leave people alone. Like stop hating. Like let people just be like happy. If that's what someone identifies with let them be like don't make fun of them if they don't speak spanish properly or they don't look a certain way just like don't make fun of somebody who can't speak and Mm -hmm. has special needs it it all kind of like goes in it all kind of intertwines for me and that's like where the passion of amritita comes from because i can use my you know my pride and my passion for my culture and use that in the style and the vibe and the aesthetic of the clothing but also with advocation and with, you know, creating empowerment and letting other, you know, people know, like primarily, like primarily I will say like special needs moms, because that is what I can truly identify with. So that is the most of the designs that I have, you know, Um, but, and that's like the, that's the ideal person that I'm trying to make a difference an impact along with like celebrating your child because I want you to know that you're not alone, that you're not a bad mom for having, you know, maybe negative emotions or for saying like, this is hard. And I don't know, like if I can do this, you know, like yes. those are all normal. Like I needed to hear someone who was going through it. Like I remember once I got a more diagnosis, the pediatrician was like, Hey, like there's another mom. She's got a six month old daughter um, with Down syndrome and like she's super positive and like she's just been like really like go get her about it because like if I can give her your number I think it would really help you like process everything because you need to find like your tribe your community and yes. that's something I will always advocate for you have to find people that are on this yes. journey to either further ahead or alongside you because it gives you a better idea of what to potentially expect and to help guide you and 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 lift you up when you're not sure or you're you know, scared or you're not, you don't know like how, what's the next thing to do and trying to navigate, you know, regional center and, you know, the IEPs at school mm-hmm. and and respite. Like there's so many things out there, especially in California. Yes. California is like the, honestly, one of the best states when it comes to, you know, disability, social needs and supporting families. Like that and weather help. and views. And, oh, girl, and the weather. <laughs> I mean, it's hella expensive. <laughs> Well, that, that's what we pay for, girl. That's what we pay for. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I, I love know. California, but you know, yes, girl. Oh my God. Like if, if embracing my markings had a face, I think it would be the De La Garza family. You guys are amazing. You guys are the definition of embracing my markings. You guys, I just, I love your rawness. I love you know your your designs i love your passion 
girl i'm your number one fan uh, that's all i'm saying <laughs> because you, so you guys are amazing you you truly truly are um yeah. and um it, you know it's kind of coming to an end i would love to yeah. know when did you realize i got this this is my little blessing and she's as beautiful as i expected her to be yeah um even after I did realize that, like, there's still little, there's, it comes in waves. Like, grief is really tricky. Like, it still comes in waves, even to this day. There'll be new situations and new instances that pop where I'm like, hold up, why am I feeling sad about this? Like, mm. I got this. Like, I know how amazing this is, but it doesn't mean that, like, things that will not trigger you, as you said, like, there's certain triggers. But I will say for me, like, when I first truly knew that I that I got it I my my cousin she took me to there's a conference that has been around about the time that Amor was born the first one was a couple months after she was born and uh, it's called the Dear Mom Conference and it was in Laguna and I recently went to it four years later with my business was just such an awesome moment but the very first one that they had my thing was like hey you know I she's always had such a special place in her heart, especially for people with Down syndrome. She had already followed like big accounts, like big family accounts, you know, okay. with like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers like, saying like, Hey, let me show you what life is like. I'm on, she sent me all these different accounts and she's like, they're all going to be like at this conference. And it's specifically for moms with kids with Down syndrome. Like, I think we should go like, let me take you. It'd be like an all day thing, everything. So she took me to it. And it was like an all day event and they like catered food and, you know, they had champagne and they had like the most amazing speakers. I got to meet like a ton of the, you know, Down syndrome community influencers, like the celebrities of the Down syndrome community mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it was like, it was just like something about being in a room with hundreds of women that are literally on this same journey as I am. Like, it just like, it was such a shift in my heart and in my mental. And I was like, I can do this. Like, look at all these amazing badass moms. Like, I can do this. And you know what? I want to do what they're doing. What yeah. they just did for me in this moment, they healed me so much. Like, I want to do that for other people. I want to do that for other moms. I want this moment, this feeling that I have right now, like, I want to be a part of that. And yeah. I want to reach a community that it's a little bit more taboo to talk about. Mm -hmm. you know in the hispanic culture and i want to bring an edge to it and i want to bring a different style maybe a style that someone from a different cultural background won't understand because they'll think it's to this or to that but i want to be that voice for a community that maybe feel like they don't have that voice because girl i get dms and emails on a daily talking about like i feel like there's not enough representation yes of the latin voice yes and the latina mom who has no support with having a child. It's something that I, that I even struggled with, girl, because I noticed when I put content out in Spanish, mm -hmm. it gets, it has gone viral. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wait, what? But, mm -hmm. but I, but wait, I, I, I feel more comfortable. <laughs> and I thought, you know, in English, because yeah. sometimes, yeah. but I speak both. And, and, you know, sometimes I do like Spanglish, but it doesn't get as much. I, I feel like we need more representation in a lot of fields um, mm -hmm. in the, in the Spanish community. 
And you definitely tapped in and you have tapped into our hearts, girl. I'm telling you (laughs) what you're doing and the fact that you're so honest. I freaking love that. Because you're not sitting here like, oh, I have it all figured out and my life is perfect and it's pink and it's unicorns and, you know, I wake up and glitter falls out of my roof. Um, (laughs) I love that because, yes, and the importance of having a community and having that's why I created Embracing My Markings. Yeah, that is why I, I made this platform, because. I wanted others to know that they're not alone that and and, mm-hmm. and it's so powerful when you when they say it takes a, a I was going to say a tribal <laughs> a tribe <laughs> it takes a, a tribe go back to whatever you want to call it it yeah. takes a lot of that people okay. to do it. <laughs> no but what, what's the right term girl sorry i haven't ate breakfast it's early for me okay. but Village, there you go. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, I, trust me, I have so many oopsie moments, but um, but yes, it takes a village. It really does, and oh, I just I cannot encourage our listeners to please go and visit support. If you guys know of anybody, one last thing, Vanessa, before we leave, yeah. I have to let them know. Um, there's this section on your website where you say dominate a mama or nominate. Sorry. I'm telling you, I need breakfast girl. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, no, I love that. So you guys, if you guys know of a special needs mom that either she's new, can you just tell them what you were telling me, girl, um, why you came up with this? I love the concept. Yeah, so um, the Nominate a Mama option, there's a little tab on the website, and what it is, it will tell you on there, but basically, um, it was inspired by, for me, when I was, you know, first-time mom, I I would have loved to have hear, like, congratulations, like, your baby's amazing, and, like, it's okay to feel what you're feeling, but you've got, like, a beautiful community and a supportive people all around you that are going to be here for you. Here's some clothing to make you feel like the baddest mujer that you are. Mm-hmm. And that your child is amazing, too. And they're freaking beautiful. And, like, you got this, mama. And if you're scared, like, that's okay. Like, you're okay to feel that way. And, you know, like, there's people here for you. So I wanted to make it an option that if you know of somebody who is a new mom, whether they just got a diagnosis for their child who's, you know, five, six years old, they have autism, or you're someone like me who found out at birth or even prenatally found Mm -hmm. out uh, that your child has, you know, maybe a genetic deformity or, you know, any kind of disability, mental impairment, whatever the case is um, that you could nominate them, tell a little story about how you know them, what's going on in their life, tell us about their child and um, the contact information. And what we do every month is we pick one amazing mom to receive a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars worth of clothing or a hundred dollar gift, uh, like a, you know, a gift card to shop for Amarcita. So mm-hmm. if you're nominating somebody, um, you can do it at, like, say, Hey, I want you just to like send this to their house. Here's their information. And it just be a gift. Or 
And we also have moms who nominate themselves. Um, so one thing is that we really try to always, I always want to have like the clothing to be affordable because I know what it's like, you know, times are hard. It's yes. freaking expensive as hell to have a family. And sometimes you feel like, hey, like I can't afford to buy myself a bunch of clothes like I grow I always want to help support moms in any way mm. and so if you yourself are like hey I want to nominate myself this all the shit that I'm doing yes. <laughs> and I'm, I would love to be nominated to receive the gift credit and so we just basically once we get all the names for the month we do a little raffle I'll try to go live or just do like a little like spin the wheel and pick somebody and oh. that person was a dollar gift card and then they can shop the site and pick out some cute clothes and yeah i just think it's a beautiful way to honor either yourself and pat on the back for all that you're doing or to honor a mom that you know that would really appreciate receiving that gift yeah. all right but yes you guys heard it if you oh my god i'm telling you like if you guys needed any more affirmation of how amazing this brand is and how amazing the de la garza family is hello giving back <laughs> hello um yes. you guys literally cannot lose anything by going out and checking out their store like i said at the beginning all their information is going to be on the description box. Please go and follow them on social media. I know for sure I'm going to be stalking on TikTok because I would love to see videos of her. Um, and Mama, you are doing so amazing. I'm so proud of you, Vanessa. I just, uh, it, it just, you just made my whole weekend. I just have to say that oh. you're you're really really amazing, and I hope one day I can meet you in person and give you a big yes, hug. Cause yes, girl, <laughs> you guys, whew, you guys got my respects, and you guys please please go check them out. Um, you guys are no van a perder, no van a perder nada. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Vanessa. This is your platform. Whenever you mm -hmm. launch something new, please let us know. I mean, I'm going to know. Yes. I'm going to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to know. I'm expecting you. <laughs> yes. Um, expect, to expect to be shipping me some stuff because I want stickers. Yes, I want a couple <laughs> shirts. So I'm definitely yes. going to be there to support. Um, uh, and, you know, it, whenever you need a platform, we're right mm -hmm. here for you, girl. I, I'm rooting Thank for you, you guys. Girl. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Yes, yes. And um oh, I just I don't know how else to end it. Like you guys are just awesome. But <laughs> thank you to the Bayas for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. The conversation is never over. Please head over to embracingmymarkings.com to learn how you can join the conversation as well as to learn more about us. Don't forget to follow us on social media to never miss an episode. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at embracingmymarkings. We'll see you there.